Blog Talk Radio. And hello, everyone. Miss Susie, are you with us? I think that we lost Susie, guys. Bear with me a few minutes. Susie, are you there? Okay. I lost you for some reason. Hi, everyone. Are we live now, Diane? We We are are live now. now. I can um, hear you a feedback with you, honey. Okay, try that. Oh, no, I can still hear a a feedback, a double take, double talk. Okay, it should be gone now. Yes, it has. All these these guys, I'm working the uh, backstage, so all these buttons I'm having to push. But (laughs) I guess we should introduce ourselves, Susie. We should indeed. Uh, well, apart from this being Unite the Lights Net- Network, it's uh, our first show today, guys, on January the 7th, 2020. Uh, as you can tell, I'm uber excited. Um, <laughs> I'm one half of Unite in the Light, and I am Susie Parrott. Over to you, my beautiful Diane. And I am the other half of Unite in the Light. I am Diane Morgan, and we're coming to you from the U.K. and from Central Texas. And we're just so excited to be here with you today. Susie, you want to tell them a little bit about our network? We, I will indeedy. Um, but just to say thank you, Diane, for, you know, um, doing your part today because, um Bless your heart. It's not easy. So um, just bear with us, guys. If we have some teething problems, I'm hearing Michael say, um, you know, because Diane is in Texas and I am in southern England. So, um, you know, we're we're doing our best and so is Diane. God love her. Well, like I say, welcome to our first show at Unite in the Light. Um, We are super excited. Me and Diane are both 
very high energy people. Um, so whenever you come to our show, you'll always have a lot of fun with us girlies. Um, and we're so excited to be here with you beautiful souls. So thank you for this part of our journey and thank you for joining us. Um, at Unite in the Light Network, we are a spiritual non-dominational network and we'll be here every week, every Thursday um, at 7 p.m. my time in the UK and 1 p.m. Diane's time to help you discover and explore, gosh, this is the angels and sharing information, the angels, energy, crystals, techniques and exercises and many more things um, because me and Diane both work closely with the angels and we're always being bossed around. Uh, but we will share with you what, what they've taught us along our, our spiritual path. Um, so I am going to say... Uh, please join us with an open prayer and the beautiful Diane has chosen a prayer today for us if you'd like to go yeah, ahead that, if you can, yeah uh, like I said guys bear with me I am uh, on a phone on a computer with a head jack <laughs> and watching a screen so <laughs> I'm doing very uh, I'm multitasking here today but, uh, yeah, I wanted to open with a prayer, you know, being a new year and 2021 equals a five, and that represents the number of change, transformation, instant manifesta- manifestation. And so I wanted to offer this prayer for all souls, and you're welcome to join along. As I say, dear holy ones, we pray for guidance as we enter this year of change. We thank you, Archangel Michael, for surrounding us in your light and protection. We thank you for guiding our words and our actions to come from a place of love. And please clear all lower energies completely. Uh, Clear our negative thoughts, uh, negative beliefs, negative actions that are going on in our world. Heal our world so that we may move forward and create the change we desire. Help us to fully express and and share love and light and joy that is present in every moment through the love of the divine. We pray for all the, what is the unrest in our world. We we pray, Heavenly Father, we pray for, for peace. We pray for healing and now i believe this is a a year of change and it's going to be a year of healing for all of us and we can do that through you and we pray that and we thank you for guiding our paths for the highest and greatest good we're grateful and thank you for healing our world and pouring white healing light and walking with each of us we give thanks for all to the divine and the divine messengers in the name of the Christ, amen. All amen. right. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, You're very welcome. That was 
that was lovely. Um, guys, just give you a quick insight to um, how me and the beautiful Diane Morgan met. Uh, we did actually meet on another network, um, but we were then guided to work together by Archangel Michael, who we both call Mr. Bossy, who connects with us both at the same time, even though we are time. there is time difference and worlds apart. As we've said, Diane's in the U.S. and I'm in the U.K. Um, but it's amazing how we both receive the same information and instructions from him at the same time. Being one <laughs> person's day and the other person's night, like I say, we, we live on opposite sides of the globe. But he does communicate with us and gives us the same information at the same time, which is phenomenal. But as a multi-dimensional being, he can obviously be in many places at one time. We want you to know we are passionate about guiding others in working with the angels, to spread the love of the angels and to share their wisdom given to us, to be shared as teachers and mentors to help everyone come together and unite in the light of the divine. We hope you enjoy our network which we dedicate to the divine and the divine messengers, which are the angelic realms. If you'd like to reach out at us, to us at Unite in the Light, we do have a Facebook page and we do have a, a group of the same name. And our Instagram page is also Unite in the Light. So if you do want to f follow us on social media, that's where you'll find us. Um, me and Diane are teachers in our own right. Um, and we have webinar classes actually available right now um, at unitingthelight.com um, to help you start your journey with the, with the angels at the beginning. I always say it's um, a very, very easy courses, but very knowledgeable to help you start your, your spiritual path with the angels. We both find journaling to be a beneficial way as well. Um, and we've literally have put together journals individual journals to go with our courses uh, which are live on amazon i mean journaling is a great great way to catalog everything that um you know each day um that you you have experience with certain angels there is 17 angel journals actually there's a dream journal as well um yeah we've been quite busy <laughs> Yeah, Diane. <laughs> um, uh, also, more exciting news will also be starting. Um, we are going to start doing a monthly newsletter in February with enlightened information, uh, monthly energy forecast, and a message from the angels. Uh, all to be added to our prayer list. You can sign up at unitingthelight444 at gmail.com. And also, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the network where your business will be highlighted live on air each week, or if you would like to be a guest on our network, please email us at the same email address at unitingthelight444 at gmail.com for further information. Uh, we always love to, love to chat. With anyone who likes to reach out, our doors are always open, aren't they, Diane? Yes. Yes, we. Uh, uh, it's part of our journey to be in service to others, and and so we're always available. And if you message us on Facebook or send us an email, either Susie or myself, and one of us will get back with you. 
um, that's that's our passion is to help others on their journey and to you know share the information that we've learned. So true. Uh, the last half hour of our show, guys. If anyone's li- listening live today, we we will be opening the lines for you for questions. Um, we do have topics we are discussing today, um, or we will be doing mini readings as well. So if you'd like to take our number, you can ring on a landline. Um, keep it handy. It will be the same number every week, which is five one five six zero two. Nine six nine five. Um, please press one to be in the queue. Uh, only press the number one once because otherwise it takes you out the queue again. So just to let you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you want to ring us, guys, I'll just repeat that. It's five one five six zero two nine six nine five. God, I feel like I've been doing all the talking today, but. <laughs> I love this guy Anne is busy in the background Making sure we can do this So thank you <laughs> uh, You're welcome Thank you for doing all the the uh, information Beforehand so. <laughs> But our yeah. topic We do have a topic today we're gonna, We are going to talk about And I'm going to let Diane start with um, The first topic That we're going to share with you all right. So, um, again, if you choose to call in uh, and I'm talking, the phone is going to ring and ring. So when Susie is uh, on discussing her topic or our second topic, uh, if you call in at that time, then I'll be able to answer the telephones. Otherwise, you can call in while we're taking calls and you'll be answered live on air. But in light of the new year, you know, new beginnings, today's show we're going to discuss setting intentions and how powerful your intentions are. We're also going to be discussing cutting cords and soul agreements and how to, to uh, what am I trying to say, how to cut these contracts, these soul contracts that you might have with people and things that that are bogging you down and these things that, for your own spiritual health so that you can move forward. So as we begin the new year, um, we wanted to help you with setting intentions and, again, cutting the cords uh, so that you can move forward and create the life you desire. So I'm going to talk a minute about intentions, but wanted to let you know, again, that if you call while I'm talking, uh, the phone will ring and ring, but we are here. So let's get started. So let's talk about intentions and how do we set intentions. You know, some people have a hard time with intentions. I've had students in my classes that go, I say, okay, let's set your intention. And they're like, I don't know what my intention is. I don't know what intention to set. Because they haven't realized, my thought process is you haven't realized that you already set intentions every day. You know, and it's easy. You you set many intentions. You intend to get up at a certain time or you intend to go to work at a certain time or school. You intend to eat or maybe you intend to read a book. Uh, you intend to visit a friend. And all of these are intentions. So you're already setting intentions every day. So I think some people don't set intentions for manifesting because they think, what if it's the wrong thing? 
you know, I say there's nothing set in stone. The key is to set the intention, kind of like making a choice. If you don't choose something different, things stay the same. And if your desire changes, then reset your intention. But yet you have to set something to see and feel a clear intention to manifest the outcome. You've got to set it and work at it in order for you to see how manifestation works. And there are many, many principles taught on the process of manifesting. And they're also taught in the Course of Miracles, which, you know, going back in uh, through all of my studies, I felt like everyone was using the same blueprint, if you will. And so that that couldn't be coincidence that, that these things are taught by many different names under many different teachers. So the first thing that you need to do is to release. And this means to let go of your disbelief that you can't do it, that you don't have the power within you. You have the power within you to be happy. So let go of the feelings of worry and doubt and self-criticism, and we beat ourselves up. And I believe in the law of attraction, so I believe that what you put out, you're going to draw to you. So if you're constantly saying, I can't do that, well, the universe is saying, okay, you can't do that, and it's not going to happen. So this is done by beginning a prayer practice daily and working with Archangel Michael, asking that you can be released from the blocks of all the limiting beliefs that you can't be happy, all the limited beliefs that you aren't worthy, and stay open to the signs of the universe. You know, this is a hard one because we don't always realize that life experiences, good and bad, are also signs to help us on our journey of total love and joy. You know, these times are to help us release the old, heal and clean our energy so that we can continue to move forward. And call in what we desire. Pray for guidance. Allow the universe to guide you. Work with the angels, releasing all the self-doubts and criticisms that you have, all the thoughts that you can't do that. I'd really like that. You know, how many times have you thought, you know, sometime in the future I'd really like to do that. Well, what's stopping you from doing that right now? That would be fear. That would be self-doubt or thinking that you will never accomplish that because that's just not who you are. But if it's something that you truly desire and you can let go of the negative beliefs, then you can manifest that. And then be clear on what you want. Visualize the life you want to live and the person you want to be and make that intention. And you have to have a clear intention on what you want to call it in. Otherwise, you can manifest more of what you're trying to change. So picture that you're on one side of the bridge. The other side is your intention. Take the steps to cross the bridge. And take a moment and see the outcome. And how does that feel? How do you get there? An easy exercise is, 
you know, I just like to sit and focus on what it is that I want to accomplish, what what my desire is. And then, you know, Susie mentioned our journals. You know, I love to journal. So I write it down and I make a list of what needs to happen for this intention to manifest. And then I make a list of why this would make me happy and really clarify to myself how this will make me feel. How do you want to feel with this manifestation and how much happiness it brings you? You need to feel it. Don't feel guilty for any desire that you have. You deserve them. It's part of our divine birthright. So the list will help you see your intentions. It will help you clarify what you want. It's like a vision board. And a vision board is another way to help you set intentions and, you know, vision board, putting pictures on there on what you see for yourself, what you want in life. That's manifesting. And you see it as your reality and your feelings about it. Put the positive flow of energy in it to manifest. So without your true feelings, it's not going to happen. If you just say, this is my intention, and you take no action, and you don't put your true feelings into it, it's not going to happen. And then you have to think it, you have to feel it, you have to believe it. And this this step is advised to, to put the first two steps together. Think it, feel it, believe it. When you can think it and feel it and believe it, you can begin to release and you can begin to be clear about what it is you want and keep it in your sight and feel the happy emotions that that this is going to bring you. You know, our emotions are so powerful for manifesting. And you take this one small action every day to keep the energy flowing. Think it, feel it, believe it, affirm it. You know, I say there are ABCs of manifesting, that you affirm it, you believe it, and you create it. So you take your clear intention and you spend time with them every day, feeling the outcome. What does it feel like? Feel living it. Visualize it. And the key is to to feel a connection with your intention. Speak the words in the universe and feel the words when you speak them. Mean the words when you say them. So every day you're reminding yourself of your intention and you say it out loud. You You can change the wording, but repeat it. Feel it in your heart. Wrap yourself in in the good feeling of what you're saying. And when you think of it throughout the day, feel it. Wear it and let the energy, the positive energy you're feeling from it, bring it to reality. And that's setting an intention and that's manifesting that intention. And so the old saying, if you believe it, you can achieve it, holds a lot of power. And so now I'm going to turn it over to Susie and she's going to be talking about cutting cords and releasing soul ties. Hi everyone. Thank you for that, Diane. That was amazing. Um Thank you, darling. Cutting when I mention when I ever mention to people about cutting cords, um, people just look at me like I've said something obviously they don't understand and like I'm a little bit crazy because people don't understand that energetically we're all joined together. Um, me and Diane are both 
psychic as well and we we do mini readings and and that type of thing and we can only do that by reading another's energy and we do that because we're all connected um and that's something it's a bit like the movie avatar you know with the with the mother with mother gaia the tree people don't understand that we we are all connected um and I say to someone, I say to people, you know, one of the, the main ways you can tell that you're still connected to a person or especially a, a, a past loved one is when they keep coming up into your mind. Um, that is a great way of knowing that you're still energetically connected to them. Um, and, you know, if you're wanting, for instance, to move forward from that old partnership, sometimes you're unable to because their energy can actually be blocking your energy for someone else to come in your life. And it actually happened to me last year, at the end of last year. And um, this I was doing a, actually a reading for a gentleman and the partner that he'd just met, I couldn't give him a true reading because her ex's energy was still attached to her. So I said to the, the, the gentleman who is a regular to me, I said, can you come back in a month? And hopefully his energy's removed because she was aware of it and so was I, and I asked Archangel Michael to come in and remove it, which is what mm-hmm. I did. But people, yeah, he he was like, I don't understand. So I had to explain, look, we're all connected energetically, and it is as truthful as that. But when I, when I came back to him a month later, I got a, a, a true reading um, because I managed to get rid of her, the, her ex's energy. Um, which then enables them to flourish and move forward w- within their friendship. Um, and now they're, you know, together. So, um, right. so you know, it does, it does happen. But what people don't understand is with soul ties, you can have soul ties to, to your parents, um, you know, friends, your, your, your siblings, um, obviously a marriage partner and a former romantic partner or sexual partner. Um, I mean, even to be honest, if you have a disagreement with someone while parking your car, say, you would, if you've had words with that person, you would have struck up an energetic um, tie with them. And this is where you should not only just do cord cutting daily, especially, gosh, if you're around a lot of people. When I was, uh, you know, working full time um, and I came into contact with so many different people, I used to cord cut at the end of every day um, because energetically I'd end up feeling very drained because I was still attached to them, you know. Um, So... You know, I, I found once I kind of finished work and I was cu- cutting cords, um, it actually helped my energy levels tremendously. But with soul ties, soul ties can actually go back from past lives. Um, and you can find with soul ties, if they're not 
cut properly, if you're meeting that person again in another lifetime, like, you know, like this lifetime we're in, for instance, you still, you have that total, people, there's similar there's similar things between twin flames and soul soulmates, um, but also if it's soul ties, there can be that energy of recognizing each other from before, and you might have karmic issues to play out as well. Um, but if you are leaving a relationship, any relationship, to be honest, even if you've got an overbearing mother, you know somebody you can't get rid of the apron strings, it's still a form of energetic cords um and so it is a form of a soul tie um and you find uh, that soul ties that you can't physically see them but like i say believe me they are there because you will think of this person this person will pop up in your mind and that, like i say that's a true um giveaway that you're still corded to this person and it might not you be thinking of the person but the person thinking of you um and and that means yeah that that can be draining to you but also it can like i said earlier about this this gentleman who wanted to strike up a relationship with this new lady he'd met he couldn't until i'd you know done work on that and remove that for her and him so you know that he he could then come into a life and hence it was very difficult for me to give a proper reading at that point um so cord cutting guys i would say could be part of your spiritual maintenance um something you can do every day but also soul ties is um there again you know not something i would say you necessarily would do every day but I, it is something that needs doing. Um, and like I say, especially if, like with me, I have somebody in my life, which I've known many lifetimes, and to actually cut the cords, um, it's actually, put, I feel, put a lot of peace. It's brought a lot of peace with it if that makes sense. And in many ways, because I cut that cords with him, it feels like we started again. So what was is now gone, and now we've started again. Um, there are many ways you can cut the soul ties. You can invoke Archangel Michael in. Um, Michael is so good at cutting the cords generally, but he can help with cutting soul ties. And also, you can do it through saying prayers. Um, I do have a prayer here, which I, I, I kind of use and I like. Um, it says, thank you, Father, that your words say there is freedom and power in the name of Jesus. Right now, for all the holy soul ties, unholy soul ties in my life, I release every thought, emotion, and memory to you. I ask you to restore everything uh, back, back to no, back to normal, and that anything that has been tried to be taken through me from the soul ties, be severed right now by the authority in the name of Jesus. I am a child of God, and I will not be bound anymore by my past. I release it now. 
I will look forward, I will press on, and I will walk into my calling. I trust you, the God source, and I thank you for setting me free. Let it be done now. Ta-da! Many thanks. Oh, amen. That's powerful. I like like that because it is so powerful, um, and it's just, you know, releasing it. And, guys, like I say, anything spiritual, you know, it doesn't have to be a rocket science thing. And the thing is, We've started this with how to set intentions. Now, anything like what Diane was talking about, now, anything to do spiritually, darlings, as long as you have an intention, it will be carried out. So, you know, if, if you have that intention to sever your soul ties or your, or your cord cutting, so it is. It will be, you know? So... Like I say, there's no ebejeebiness to it. You just have to have that intention um, and set that intention of that's what you wish to happen. And so it will be. Um, I could go deeper, my darlings, into cord cutting and into, um, into soul ties. But like I say, it's being aware... It's in the knowing and how you can... It's as easy as that to um, release, you know, those soul ties from you. And like I say, just calling in Archangel Michael um, and just say, Michael, please, can you cut these um, soul ties that are no, no longer serving me? And so it is, amen. You know, it doesn't have to be an in, even an in-depth prayer like that. Did you want to add anything, right. Diane? Uh, well, I think that that so many people don't even realize that they, you know, the the cords of attachment that we create every day. I know Michael, when I first started studying the cords of attachment, and Archangel Michael was explaining it to me, it was you even form cords of attachment, and these are etheric, energetic cords. Um, to clarify that. You're you're picking up energy, and he said, you know, even helping someone, doing a kind deed for someone, there is a, a cord of attachment that is there. So as Susie said, you know, I myself, when I am uh, working with clients, when I am out in public, when I'm I'm doing things with anyone other than myself, it's part of my daily spiritual maintenance to ask Michael to cut the cords and to release the energy of that person. So and all you really need to do is you you think I call upon Michael and I think about the situation, I think about the person and then I just say please cut the cords uh to this person that I have created today or that have been created to me today and I'm now willing to trade those cords for peace because my thought process on it is if you're picking up these energies and you're forming cords of attachment, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I need all my own energy. I don't need to be picking up other people's energy. And you can find it very very apparent that that's what happens when – or that's what has happened when you are saying things that don't sound like yourself or uh, – doing things that you don't normally do, then it to me that was a, a clue that, okay, I have there's a cord of attachment to me. Um 
so I need to cut that. And people, if you have people that are dependent on you in your life, I think it's very important that you cut those cords of attachment. And as far as the karmic ties, it's in my thought process, again, it's somewhat the same, is that you've agreed to do certain things in this lifetime together to come in to help each other but not hinder each other so there can become an attachment there and you want to break that agreement if you've completed that lesson and you know within your heart that you've completed that lesson but you keep to me it's kind of like you keep going back it's like two people that have a relationship and they keep going back to each other and that's some type of karmic agreement but in order for you to grow spiritually i believe that that you have to ask for that karmic karmic agreement soul tie what whatever terminology you want to use to be cut to be severed and again the same thing is for me is it's like with cutting cords you know i'm releasing that person what what i particularly like to do is i like to call in michael and then i like to connect with my higher self and i ask my higher self to connect with that that person's higher self and i imagine that person sitting in front of me and then i put my hand on my heart and the other hand on their heart and i just talk to that person and talk to the, their higher self and tell them you know i appreciate everything that you've done and, and all the parts of my life that you've played in but i'm ready to release you i have no you know i i have complete forgiveness for everything i'm ready for us both to be released so that we may grow in spirituality so that we may grow and be happy in this lifetime as well and then i call in Raphael and ask him anything that has been cut that it be filled with white light and i think the higher self of the other person and then slowly I back away and I thank Michael and Raphael for their assistance. And that's the way I like to cut soul ties or a karmic agreements. Because if you keep repeating a pattern, to me, that's, that is an agreement that you have with that person. You still haven't cleared it up. And so you, you want that to be clear. You want each of you to be free so that you can each live happily and you don't have to keep repeating the same thing over and over again and wondering why you have this pattern. So that's my thought process on it, Susie. Which, yeah, is is totally correct. Um, like I say, when when you are doing anything spiritual, guys, it, it, like I say, it doesn't have to be a real difficult thing to do. Um, if I am cutting um, a cord with someone, I usually, like Diane... I, I, I do it a different way than Diane. It's whatever, like, works for you. I envisage them in front mm-hmm. of me, and then I cut the... I, I literally have a pair of scissors type of thing, and I cut it from me first, and then I cut it to them, like, um, where it is in the, before the solar plexus, and then uh, mm-hmm. I get, always give them the cord back with love to them, like, in my mind's eye, you know? Um, and right. thank them for, you know, experiences that they've brought into my life. Um, and that's what I do. And But when I was working full-time, I always used to just imagine that they were all popping off me. Because <laughs> I used to come mm-hmm. into 
<laughs> so much. So many people in one day. I mean, I'm not you're talking so many people that I would just see them, like, all popping off me, all the chords, um, and then, yeah, just have them and give them back to Michael with love and say, you know, thank you for that today, you know. So, guys, it's exactly. whatever works for you, but that's what, you know, um, the way I do it and Diane uh, does it, but it's what it is. It's whatever works for you. But, yeah, just knowing that these, uh, you know, situations and, you know, the energy, um, well, energy is everything, and it's, it obviously is everything, and it's in everything. But uh, to understand, you know, that we are all connected, um, it, it does help in, in understanding quite a lot of the spiritual world. Um, and like Diane said earlier, you know, some and like I said, some people just look at you a bit crazy. Um <laughs> Because they're not understanding, you know, that we are all connected. But that, that right, and they don't understand you know, the energy are. concept of it. Right, exactly. It. Uh, Susie, let's remind them that our lines are open, and you can give us a call at five one five six zero two nine six nine five for spiritual guidance, for questions on topic today, or for a free mini reading. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, darling, but Michael was Archangel Michael was saying, "Remind them of the call-in number." <laughs> so, but oh, yeah, as Susie, go ahead, sweetie. No, no, I've I'm finished, sweetheart. No, I was just going to say, as Susie was saying, that you know most people do have cords, um, so. Because it's connect, you know, any any relationship, significant relationships you've had in your life, as you know, you're going to have cords of attachments. Most people do have cords, um, unless they can completely cut off from that person. Uh, this is connecting you to those whom you've helped. Um, if you're a teacher, it could be students or clients that that there are cords. Um, you have cords to your parents living or deceased. You have cords to your siblings, to lovers, to friends. I mean, anybody that you have had a significant relationship with in life, we tend to form those cords of attachment. And they're nothing to be afraid of. They're nothing to be ashamed of. They just need to be cut because they can drain your energy and be the culprit behind physical pain as well. I think a lot of people don't understand that. So there are many, many ways to do this. You know, Susie gave you uh, her example. I gave you mine. I apologize. My dog's barking. Um, but you have to do, within, like with anything in spirituality, anything in working with metaphysics, um, anything in life, you have to do what resonates with you. There's no book that says you have to do it this way. And that's that's the big thing that I like to get across to people is you have to do what resonates with you. If this feels good to you, try the different ways. What feels good to you? And that would be your path to do it. And there's no right or wrong to that. And Michael was asking that I remind people there is no right or wrong to it. Do what feels right for you. So true. Yeah, so true, everyone. It's like anything spiritually. You find your way of doing it um, and what, you know, what what resonates with you. Um, And that's, yeah, but it's all, um, 
it's all part of the learning process and you know spiritual maintenance right is right. something that we kind of me and Diane live our lives by but that'd be another show wouldn't it Diane <laughs> that will be another show, but it's something that we, you know, there's two things that uh, Michael, Susie, and I kind of laugh about. As we tell you, we both get the same messages, and we'll get the messages on what we're going to talk about. And something that Michael always pops in and says, mention spiritual maintenance and mention remember to ask. Because that's the big thing is that we forget that we we have to ask for help. We have free will, so we need to ask when we want assistance. And that's what he was whispering right now. And I'm sorry, my dogs were barking, so I had to shut the door, make them go in the other room. <laughs> oh, bless you. I've got a dog as well, and, uh, yeah, is it? you can't help that. <laughs> yeah, this is true. So did you want to lead us through a cord-cutting exercise? Um, I can do. I mean, that was... The way, well, the way I yeah, I you do were explaining, uh huh, yeah, or I asked Michael to come in and cut the cords for me. Um, I haven't, uh, yeah, that's that's the way I do it. Um, but like like we said, it's what is comfortable for for you know, for you personally, of how you would want to do it, how you would want mm-hmm. to cut it. Um, but, it's, <laughs> but that's the way I, yeah, I I do it, guys. But um, there's many other ways of, of you can cord cut. Um, like mm-hmm. I say, through prayer, even meditation is another great way that you can, uh, a guided meditation um, that's another great way of cord cutting Michael's just saying um, you know because obviously it gets you in a more relaxed state um, but if you felt yeah, you're more you open just say mm-hmm. it, yeah if you felt you couldn't just say it meditation a guided meditation is really really good um, for cord cutting actually have um, well, and I think a lot of people, what I'm getting is that so many people have the cords and they don't even realize that they have the cords. And so it's, you know, it's really easy just to ask Archangel Michael to clear any old attachments to fear that stem from past relationships. And that's another way of doing it, asking him to clear that energy. And... Because you'll, you'll, how do I put it? It mainly shows up with a negative connection, is, I guess is what I'm wanting to say, in past relationships. And it interferes with your life. And so you want to cut those toxic cords. And, and that's what he's saying right now. And this, mm-hmm. it's a fear energy. A fear energy is a lower energy. These are negative lower energies that you're trying to maneuver through so when you can cut the cords, then you're free of those lower energies. And that's why I think it's imperative to do it every day. You know, even even in my home with my loved ones, when they come to visit, of course we're in COVID, so nobody's coming to visit much, but 
I still, when they leave, I ask for all cords to to be cut. I ask for all lower energies to be removed from my residence. Um, this is just something as part of daily spiritual maintenance. But as Susie said, that will be uh, a show for another time. And Miss Susie, are you still with us? I think we lost her. I am. Um, no, no, I'm here. Okay, I'm just listening. Uh, okay. And that's it, all of a sudden it went blank where you were at, and it's like, okay, where'd Susie go? <laughs> but yeah, that's what only thing Michael kept saying is you need to explain that you know you're surrounded by negative energies every day is what he keeps saying, and you know certainly things going on around the world is a picture of negative energy if you really, really stop and think about it. You know, fuel, when you pour fuel on a fire, the flame just keeps growing. And with the the virus and all the people that are waiting for the vaccines and people that are in quarantine, you know, our life in 2020 just took such a, a drastic turn from the norm that we knew it affected everyone not you know not just myself it affected everyone because there is no norm now you know i think we will get back to a norm but i still feel that's going to be you know in another year before that happens because we're like treading on water is what michael keeps telling me we're like treading on water we're this is unknown territory for us and why that popped in miss susie i have not a clue that's all right. Go with it, sweetie. <laughs> and that was really all I want. You know, all I wanted to say was, we we need to take a a look at the bigger picture and everything that's going on in, in the world and rid ourselves of these negative energies. And when we can call on the angels and and call on the divine and call on the Christ light to protect us from these negative energies and we're constantly removing neg- negative energies, and you know I like to just put my hand on my heart space and just start sending love out around the world and sending a positive, loving energy. And as light workers, that's what we do. You know, I, I read yesterday it's time for light workers to become light warriors, and light warriors is what we do. We we. We do exercises, we do things to release the negative energy in the world, to release it from ourselves, to release it from our homes, to release it from our areas that we live in. You know, one of my favorite things is asking Michael to remove all lower energies and then just imagining white light and starting within myself and going down my body and then spreading through my home and spreading through my neighborhood, spreading through my state, spreading through all the states and spreading around the world to where the globe, the earth itself, is surrounded by white light. And that's just sending positive energy to the world. And I feel like I'm just rambling, no. darling. No, you're not. No, no, because you're you're being you're talking about good stuff. Because a lot of people say, don't they, Diane? Um, you know, oh, I'm just a light worker, and because they they think they're not a healer, or because they're not. I hear you, Michael. Because um, you know, mm-hmm. you're not a clairvoyant. You're not. You know, you're not into Reiki, or you're not. You know, you're not. You're not like a healer. 
Um, you think that you're not a light worker, and that's total rubbish. Because like Diane's saying, just holding the light, resonating the light out into the universe, you, you're doing such a massive job for humanity right now. Uh, because mm-hmm. you imagine every single one of us resonating, like Diane said, that light up through every country in the world, how much light that is taking, like, shining out into the universe, which in itself is changing the energy um, and right. help rid, rid, gosh, I've got tongue tied, ridding the world of low vibrational negative stuff that we don't need right now um, and helping the whole world um, energetically resonate um, and be a higher vibrational plane. And that's something that people as light workers don't realize. So they're kind of down on themselves, if you like, thinking that they're not doing their part. And people, you so are, just having happy... Lovely thoughts right now is is really where you know as humanity needs to be, um, mm-hmm. and keeping away from triggers that bring in those low vibrational uh, thoughts, depression, uh, you know, and all those things to to help keep your vibration up, um, and to help resonate out as a collective from this plane to the universe to help humanity right now, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, it's just funny that you, a, that... a light worker doing that, guys, you're doing your bit, okay? That's what Michael's saying. That's what he's right. saying. And okay, it's Diane. funny that, that you say that because I had someone last night say, I'm just a light worker. And I go, you're not just a light worker. Say it. You're a light worker. You spread the light. You spread the love of the divine. And in order to rid this world of the negative energies, in order to find peace in this world, that's what we're here to do. Not everybody is is intended to have these huge assignments and be this huge platform for others to turn to. So you're not just a light worker, just a light worker. You're sending light out, sending love out, you know, calling on the angels, what divine beings you work with, whether it be your your guides or masters, you know, whoever that you're working with, and just picturing sending out the light, picturing peace and love around the world. That's a light worker. So you're not just a light worker. That's a major role, especially in our world today, for us to have peace, for all humanity yes, sure. to have peace. And so that's what Michael was saying when you were talking. He's like, the conversation you had last night, and I had to think about it. Oh, yeah, somebody told me last night I'm just a light worker. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not just a light worker. Do you realize what a light worker does? So it's time to become a light warrior and intentionally send that light out. Not just with everybody you meet, but intentionally send that light out to rid the world of the lower energies intentionally sending that love and that light out so that humanity can come to a a state of peace, a state of love, a higher vibration. And I know I tend to get on my soapbox there. 
no, I'm no, very, very no. passionate about that. Yeah, I'm very passionate when you're not just anything, I guess is what I was trying to say. When people say, I'm just, you know, I'm just a carpenter. Well, my response to that is, well, Jesus was a carpenter. So you're not just a carpenter. Anything that you do, you're not just. And I think that's very important for for everyone to understand how worthy you are of love, how being a light worker is such a noble thing to share that passion, that compassion, that love, that light with all living things. So true. Because we're unstoppable, guys. If we're all radiating from love and we're all radiating that to the universe, we become unbeatable on this plane. Nothing can touch us. Not Nothing low vibrational anyway. Um, because we're coming from love. So, and light. It's the best mm-hmm. place, Diane, isn't it? <laughs> Can't it is. Beat it. You know, love is the highest vibration that there is. It is, honey. For sure. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there's a three minutes left of the show. <laughs> yeah. There are. Where's it's it going? just zooming on by. We we get to talking and it just zooms on by, guys. So, but we will be back <laughs> here like next week. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you, we'll, we'll be posting uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn on uh, what our shows will be about. Um, as Susie and I explained, we get the same messages at the same time. So we basically just go by what the guidance we're or I shouldn't say basically we go by the guidance we're given when we're given a topic to talk about and then as you saw with this show it may not always hold true to stay on topic because we have the angels that are telling us and say this and say that <laughs> so it's yeah. like we just kind of go with it and uh, that's what makes it so fun so yeah uh, we'll be back here true. next it, yeah, and we'll be back here next Thursday at 1 p.m. Central. That's 2 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. U.K. time. So uh, I would just like to say thank you so much for joining us here, and we hope you enjoyed our show as much as we enjoyed being here with you. Uh, bear with us. We're gonna We're going to get this down. And so, again, I just say thank you until next week. Um, Susie, you want to say bye? 